0: Having a good week so far. Um, I know Raw Wine is about to happen. We're about to host our event today, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, And it got me thinking about one of our blogs that has had a lot of traffic lately, um, which was interesting because it was a topic that I didn't actually think was that looked into, and it seems like, uh, you know, we get searches from all over the world (laughs) daily on this topic. Um, So... I wanted to just basically review a bit. We could do an entire podcast just on orange wine, and we probably will at some point, how it's made and some examples of it. But um, a lot of people have been asking, what is the difference between orange wine and rosé wine? So there's quite a few. And um, I wanted to basically just take some time to walk through what each of them are very briefly and kind of give you guys an overview so you can understand what it is that you're actually drinking, and the kind of questions to ask to find out, you know, what type of wine it is that you're about to buy. So let's jump right in. Um, rosé, let's start there. That's the easier one to talk about, rosé all day, people love rosé. Um, and this wine is pink because it's essentially always a red wine that is just not left on its skins for as long as a regular red wine. So the way that uh, wine is actually made is that grapes are pressed and they're either pressed off and they don't touch the skin, that's how white wine is made, or with red wine, it's the opposite. They're pressed and the wine, after it's been pressed, sits on the skins. And then you can either punch down those grapes or take that juice and pour it over to get more of that color extraction, more of that tannin extraction, That's how wines become um, such a large or such a deeper color. And rosé is essentially that process, but set up to where the wine is barely touching the skins. And if it's barely touching the skins, you know, think about like a light Provencal rosé. It's definitely pink, but it's like, you know, baby, baby pink. Um, And it's, you know, just had a hint of that color versus if you think of like my the example I always think of is like a greek rosé. Um some of those you could argue are almost red wines. They're still quite uh dark. They're definitely still, you know, probably pinkish in color and they obviously didn't get the entire extraction that you would have if you'd let the um if you'd let the grapes ferment on the skins for an extended period of time. But uh it's definitely still there. So that's generally how rosé wine is made, and again, some are super light, some are set up so that they are almost red wines themselves, and another topic that we can go to in natural wine at some point is that it's very interesting that a lot of light red wines are honestly bordering on rosé right now as well, especially with um, uh, wines that are using carbonic maceration, but we'll save that for another topic. So that's rosé. Again, one more time, it is red grapes like Grenache or Syrah or Cab Franc or literally anything you can think of that, say, you know, makes a red wine. Pressed with only a very limited amount of time, macerating on their fermenting on, I guess both, fermenting on those skins. Orange wines are not actually made with oranges, contrary to uh, what is some in some places popular belief. Um, They get that name because a lot of times um, orange wines are, in fact, pretty orangey looking. If you go and you look at our um, blog about orange wine versus rosé, you'll see on there a Brutal. Again, something we'll need to do a a podcast about at some point. Um, They're pretty orangey in color. You know, you think about a white wine and you're typically expecting to see a wine that is fairly clear and doesn't have a ton of color, or if it does have color, it's more yellow gold and not in the area of amber and orange. Um, So that's why it got its name. The other names for it are Amber Wines, and uh, the name that most people agree is the best name for it, but is just too long and not very catchy, is um, Skin Contact White Wine, because that's literally what it is. So we just talked about rosés. Rosés are red grapes that are only having a light amount of skin contact to give them that rosé hue. Um, orange wines are basically the opposite of that with white grapes. So gr- white grapes also have color in them. And if you leave the skin or if you leave the grapes uh, macerating on the skins like you do with a red wine, it turns the um, it turns the wine orangey. So, if you do it for just, you know, let's say a day or a couple of hours, you probably aren't going to get a lot of color out of it, but maybe you'll still get some of the things out of the wine, like uh, a bit of tannin or um, some of that phenolic bitterness. Then, if you, you know, we have one wine that's crazy out of Spain where they <laughs> basically take the grapes, let them ferment for, or sorry, let them sit on the skins for two years um, under a cap of floor and uh floor is basically the uh yeast that are created during wine the winemaking process so there it's like an open cap but the floor is protecting it from oxidizing and uh, as you can imagine having been on the skins for two years uh, the color is incredibly orange and uh it's pretty spectacular and very different so that's how an orange wine is made Um, it's basically Rosé and orange is like you take a white grape and you go hard on letting the uh, grape macerate on the skins, and then it's the opposite with the rosé. You take a red grape, and instead of letting it go hard on uh, macerating on the skins, you just let that process be quite a bit shorter than what you would have normally done, and you get your rosé. So those are the main differences. Um, obviously, from a flavor profile perspective, they range based on what types of grapes were used, how long it was on the skins, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but a couple of things that I will point out about them. All roses, in my opinion, all roses and all orange wines are um great to drink throughout the year, but stereotypically you will find, you know, there's rose season during the summer, and that's pretty uh pretty common. You see light roses on the beach, whenever it's hot out, I enjoy it, I'm sure you do too, and then orange wines are pretty popular generally in the fall, Um, especially if they have, you know, a bit more oomph to them, fall and winter, it can be a really nice, uh, nice addition to the wines that you're normally drinking because maybe the whites that you're normally into are just not really cutting it with some of the types of foods you start to make, so they can both be super acidic, they can both be, um, have tannin in them they can have no tannin at all again it all just varies based on the winemaking style but hopefully now you have a good idea and understanding of how they got that way so that's the that's the gist of it one last uh one last um nugget that i'll throw in there that's a little bit interesting is beyond just having red and orange or sorry red and white grapes um, I'm sure everyone's heard of Pinot Grigio and Pinot Grigio makes a orange wine that actually looks like rosé. So if you want to get really crazy and blow your mind on this topic, go check out. Uh, we actually have one Domaine Donville Pinot Gris maceration, macerated Pinot Gris. Um, Technically, that is an orange wine. But when you look at that color, you'll see why a lot of restaurants will put a wine like that on their rosé list, because it's a really tricky distinction to make. Should the wines be named based on the way that they're made? You know, even if an orange wine is completely clear, but it touched the skins and it was skin macerated, should that still be called an orange wine? Um, Or or should you really just look at the color and make a decision that way? You know, if it is pink, it's rosé. If it is orange, it's orange. If it doesn't look orange, then you just classify it as white. And I don't think we're ever going to get to a full answer on that. I think that that's something that people debate all the time. When I was at the Real Wine Fair in um, London last year, I asked the author of uh, Amber Revolution about it and a couple other people in the orange wine world. And (laughs) even the four experts couldn't really you know, agree on exactly what. To classify as orange and not. So the way that we do it on our site is um, the main classification is based on the color because we don't want you to buy a wine um, thinking that it's going to be like a super bright orange or super light when it's not so but then we also if it is you know a light white but also technically skin macerated we'll classify it under both categories so you'll see it when you search for orange wine you'll see it when you search for white wine but its main designation like its category is based on um essentially like the flavor profile and which one we feel like it best represents what it is So I hope that answers some of your questions you've had about uh, what orange wine is versus rosé. I'm now thirsty and want to go open up one of these orange wines. And um, yeah, let us know your feedback. We'll try and make some more of these moving forward. And I'll get Nick in on them as well so it's not just one person talking. Uh, And I hope you enjoyed it.